That's uber disco jazzy. I'm liking it. It's a little different. It's that new. One. It's new. It feels a little newer. It is new. Greetings, everybody. Monkey business yet again. Here we are. The group, the group from Flower City Comic Con, is myself, Chris. Again, as always in the studio, Billy, Tanya, Tony, Hello. and Wayne. And on the phone, the lovely as ever, Sybil. You all right over there, Sybil? I can't hear you, honey. Is, is, is really? it maybe, I think we have a bad phone connection. Hold on. Let me, let me go into the see other what, room. See what I you can go. Yeah, to... go into the other room real quick because yeah, I can't hear you as well room. today. I think it's just technical right. stuff going on. Is that a little bit better? It's a little better. Yeah? A little better. You can, you can hear me? Okay. Let me... I don't it's know. It's weird. Echoing. It's like double. It's, it's echoing. echoing. Yeah. It's echoing. It's kind of weird. Yeah? 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 How about now? Is, is that better? That is, that, that, that is better? boy, it sounds like you're sitting right next to me. Uh, turn your head a little to the right. Oh my God, you are sitting next to me. Yeah. <laughs> special effects. Special <laughs> effects. That's amazing. Wow, she got from Pittsburgh all the way into the studios today. In the course that of a 30 second phone call. It must have been a TARDIS that got her here. There you go. Sybil. She's here. This is amazing. It's a happy holiday already. So the whole gang is here at this point. Now, our usual Deanna, she's off rooting for Pittsburgh and because she does that every Sunday. And uh, all of our other interns and crew, they're uh, they're off in their uh, their beds dreaming of sugar plums. Is she actually in Buffalo at the game? I don't know if she's actually there. So. I don't oh, think okay. so. Deanna has her own little like um, her sports kind of main command thing, where hmm. she basically has like screens and she just watches everything over the course of the day. Nice. And she so, listens to and she listens the, to the radio I and think podcasts. The Pittsburgh and, announcers yeah. for the. She's, that's she's how a she diehard. did when we went she's down really, for the Niners Steelers game. She she's was listening more dedicated to, radio. to Pittsburgh sports than I am to Doctor Who. It's kind of scary. <laughs> so she's more dedicated than people who live in Pittsburgh. This is so. true. I, I think if you give her a chance, she would actually live in Pittsburgh. So here we are. That commute would be hard. <laughs> if she could move there, she probably would. Billy, Tanya, Tony, Sybil, myself, Chris, and Wayne. Yeah. We're all in studio today. And today's main topic of monkey business, Wayne tasked me the other day. He said, Chris, we want to hear what you think are your top five favorite Star uh, sorry, you know, Star Wars. Star- there we go. <laughs> Star Wars movies. Five? Top five Star Wars movies. <laughs> Wait, there's only seven. <laughs> <laughs> we know which there's, one's not on the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There we go. I think the la- a couple podcasts ago we cleared that one. My, my top five favorite sci-fi movies of all time. I had a hard time compiling just five, so I have a top ten with a bunch of honorable mentions on another page. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to bring up my top 10 favorite sci- uh, sci-fi movies of all time. We're counting down, right? We're going to count down, so you know, 10th to, to first place. And and um, I think I've already given you a hint on what's on the list. Um, <laughs> honorable mentions in between second and first? Uh, you know what? I'm going to throw some honorable mentions probably along the way as I go. But, yeah, second and first, we'll throw some in. And then after, it, I'll, I'll throw um, a few in there just kind of so people know I was thinking about some movies. Awesome. Um I in no way, shape, or form and an expert in this. I'm just going off of basically what I remember and what I've seen and what I really enjoyed. So, right off the bat, number 10, Mad Max. And I'm talking the original, the original? Mel Gibson yes. from 1979, not the, the Tom Hardy version <laughs> that came out recently, which I will say was good. I enjoyed it, but it didn't have that same kind of impact that Mel Gibson's movie did way back in 79. You know, the new one, critics loved, and I mean loved, mm-hmm. and I didn't, I don't understand I why. didn't love it that much. No, I didn't well, love the, the reason why was because effects. of the, the, yeah, practical effects. Mm-hmm. The cinematography was uh, absolutely fantastic on it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like the story had was a little, could have used a little oomph. A little more to it. It yeah. was, hey, let's go here. Now let's go back. Yeah. yeah. And that was, yeah, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the first one, and you know, and for me, 
And I know there's probably a lot of movies that kind of set the standard even before that or around that. But for me, 1979, I was nine years old, and I saw Mad Max the first time when I was, I think it was like 11 or 12. Uh, so it had been out for a couple of years at that point. But for me, it was the first time really experiencing somebody's post-apocalypse vision. You know, so seeing the world turned on its ear. So it was it was the future, but it wasn't so far into the future. You, you could still touch the technology and feel it. But it had that twist where everything had gone horribly wrong. And you're watching this guy as he's just going through this thing and just dealing with, with one situation after another just to get from point A to point B. And so for, for a young, impressionable guy who was just, you know, I had Star Wars and I had Star Trek and all that stuff. But to hear, and there's, Star Trek is wonderful for its, um, you know, it's hopeful vision of the future, and that's what you get into. The good guys are going to win, and the, you know, the spaceships are going to be nice and clean and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you have Mad Max, and and you know, the the future is not that clean, and it's not that perfect, and it's not that pretty, and it could go very, very wrong. And so it was cool, kind of, to see that that juxtaposition, that story. So that that's my number ten is Mad Max, nineteen seventy nine. Okay, <clears throat> works for me. All now, right. Now was wasn't the second one the, the sequel more widely regarded? Well, here's the thing: is um, is it, it was Mad Max and then Road Warrior? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Road War- I keep thinking of Thunderdome. And Thunderdome was yeah, the third. Yeah, that's the one I was yeah. getting like Two getting enter, one when man, man leaves. leaves. Master Blaster. <laughs> Tina Turner in a yes. big wig. Oh my God, <laughs> Tina Turner and that's a the one huge I remember. wig. Yeah. And uh, and we don't need another hero. <laughs> so yeah, Mad Max. Um, Sorry. And then and then Road was it. Is it the Road Warrior and then Mad Max, or Mad Max and then the Road Warrior? Oh my goodness! No, it was um, Mad Max then Road Warrior. Road, Road Warrior, okay. Road Warrior Hawk or Road Warrior, Warrior Animal? Wasn't like Wayne. the majority Thank of it you, filmed Wayne. in like Australia? Yeah, oh yeah, it's, all three of them were in Australia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a wrestling fan, I appreciated Wayne's reference just then. <laughs> I, I caught it. <laughs> I caught it. All right, number what nine. A rush. We're ready for number nine? Yes. I'm, I'm going into the archives on number nine. THX 1138. That's just we have a fan, that. That's a fan movie. That's, that, that was so? Lucas's first, like, I'm going to make a movie in college, and this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And it's we like, actually have that at home. But it's got Robert Duvall in it. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know it, if I've seen it. It's it's kind of hard to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen it. I, I think I've heard of it once or twice, it, but it's I've never clunky. had desire to watch. It's kind of like Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale. Yeah, yeah. And it, and it really has the feel of... It really does have a feel now. of a college student who's <laughs> walking around campus with a with a Super 8 movie camera just trying to get you know a, a project yeah. done for class. But for me, again, this is my list, so I remember Mad Max had this this facet of kind of opening up an imagination for it. But I saw a TH, I'd heard of THX 1138 on several occasions. I finally watched it in a film class when I was in college at Fisher. Yeah. That's, and that's and, usually the only place you see it. Well, yeah, that's it. Exactly. <laughs> or in my living room. And it, yeah, yeah, it was hard to watch, and there was a lot of times where it was unintentionally funny but it it was like okay this is the guy who created star wars did this and so for me it captured the imagination it showed me that i was able to create too because if he could go from point a to point b then me as a you know i wanted to write stories and make films and whatnot it's always been a kind of a, of a secondary dream of mine so that was kind of that inspiration what was um go ahead. spielberg's uh one with the car Spiel- oh duel duel that's yes. a i love duel <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it. I've heard of it, but I don't think I've ever seen the it. The car that hunted him down. Yeah, uh, Dennis no, it Weaver. Was a truck. It was a truck. It was a truck. Him down. Uh-huh. Uh, Dennis Weaver is a motorist just on the road, and 
winds up with a truck behind him who just decides to f with him. Oh, okay, okay. And it's it's truly terrifying. Yeah. Oh, I've heard of it's this. It's pretty much a one man show with Dennis Weaver and and the truck and a truck. Yeah, and that was like one of For an hour that was half. like um Spielberg's like early movie too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Tiny, right now are we getting? Oh, Brian has arrived. Oh, Brian is in studio today. Woo. Congratulations, Brian. Mr. Burke. Good to see you. How you holding up? Well, I'm all right. Brian's in one piece, sort of. Let's see. <laughs> you want to sit over in the uh, captain's yeah. seat over there, Brian? Look at that. I'll risk it. You'll risk it. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about my my top ten science fiction favorite science fiction movies of all time. <clears throat> Now, has there been another movie that's similar to the THX 1138 where there's, like, mandatory medicine given and then people are starting to I'm sure that's a trope. It? Brave New World. Brave New World comes With, to mind. Uh, so- the Soma. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Um, it's a trope that's kind of popular now in a lot of lot of movies that they do that sort of, like, manipulation thing. Hmm. Big so. Brother is always watching. Exactly. Now, Chris, do, yes, you, do you actually oh, yeah. like this movie? Like, I haven't seen it, but I've heard... From the consensus that maybe it's not a great movie, do you just like it, or is it a nostalgic sort of? It's a nostalgic thing for me. Okay. It's and it's that's a lot of these movies, um, may not be excessively high quality movies mm-hmm. that I think are Oscar worthy or or just you know definitive. But for me, there's a lot of nostalgia. There's there's, I became a geek for a reason. It wasn't just like a whimsical thing. I was influenced by a lot of these movies and TV series that I saw that kind of spurred the imagination and got me to thinking about stuff like this and pulled me away from, you know, just pure action movies or, you know, rom-coms, as Weez was talking about, and mm-hmm. or slapstick comedies. I, I move away from those movies. I gravitate towards these movies because this is how I feel. This is what I think. Mm-hmm. This is how I really enjoy to, you know, express the imagination and whatnot. So I, I fully admit that some of the movies on this list are probably not, like, you know, Amazing five-star movies, but they're ones that mean something to me. On top of like THX 1138, like THX 1138, <laughs> they're they're not you know not known for being million-dollar blockbusters. Um, so no, Brian, just to catch you up, number ten, the original Mad Max with Mel Gibson. Number nine, THX 1138, the uh, the George Lucas uh, college fan film, and uh, now we're on to number eight. Okay, The Fifth Element. No, oh, that one. I, <laughs> you knew that was hard. I love this movie. The That's fi- only number eight. Well, you know that was hard. Well, I, I worked on this list for a good couple of hours because it was hard for me to. I wrote the first draft of the list, and then I realized, oh, I missed this movie. Oh, wait, no, I I love this movie. What about this movie? And so, and the reason why for this one, The Fifth Element. I, it, there's something about the visuals, and and of course Mila Jovovich. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. You do yeah. know that was taken from uh, Heavy Metal, right? Yes, yes, I do know that that was definitely an influence of that. And heavy metal is is in my honorary mentions list. Well, I mean, the outside of the movie heavy metal, the mm-hmm. uh, the, the heavy metal magazine that came out because it was uh, who was it? I can't remember his name now. Popped up the artist. It'll pop into my mind in a minute. And, Probably after we're done talking about yeah, it. Yeah, and he did a whole bunch of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I Fifth Element is one of those movies that. When I start watching, it doesn't matter where I find it. If I'm ser- if I'm you channel just searching, have to stop and start I watching. stop and watch, and watch the rest of it. Yeah. I have multi-pass. a multi-pass. She does. It's true. I do. I've seen it. Yeah, um, but there's just something about that movie that just attracts my attention every single time. The quotes, the characters. You know, I mean, Chris Tucker is the first time I've ever seen Chris Tucker in action, and I can't get Ruby Rod out of my head because yeah. it's so just obnoxiously hilarious. Like you're flipping through the channels and this hits, and it's like you have to stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, and you know. Ian Holm being in it, and of course Bruce Willis, Mila Jovovich, and, and Gary Oldman, 
it, Gary Oldman is is just so amazing at playing unhinged. Yes. And when they give him an, a vehicle where he just he's supposed to be unhinged, it just basically takes Gary Oldman off the leash. Except for uh, Lost in Space. Well, Lost in Space, we're we're I'm not talking about that. Well, that's not even on the honorable mention list. No. Uh, <laughs> These are the top ten. All right, number seven, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Excellent movie. Mashed yeah. potatoes. Mm-hmm. Mashed potatoes. Devil's uh, Devil's Devil's, Mount, Tower. Devil's Tower. Yep. You know, with um, I can see his face. I can't suddenly think of his name. Richard Dreyfuss. Dreyfuss. Yeah. You know, it's and Jaws. Jaws. Yeah, exactly. And um, but it's just it's one of those quintessential. You know, science fiction was becoming was being awakened as more of a mainstream thing in the '70s. Star Wars kind of had a lot to do with it, but then you know, there was a lot of other things. And Close Encounters just kind of put you know, ripped open the coffin instead of putting a nail in it. And it's, this is this is putting it right in your face. You know, that final scene when the mothership shows up and all of the little the, the aliens start coming out to to greet and and it was just it was just really cool thing. And for a kid, you know, it was I was nine years old when or seven again it was the same year as uh, Star Wars '77. You know, when you see this on the screen, you're just your your eyes are wide, and it's going to make an impression. And that was a lot of fun for me. I think since I was five, it's harder for me to remember. I remember seeing it, mm-hmm. but I can just remember seeing like the mountain at the end. Mm-hmm. That's about all I can remember. Well, yeah, I that's think that's about where I am. Yeah. I, I well, you're can, much younger than I am. Oh yeah, I I saw it when I was like five, and mm-hmm. I remember seeing like I. I can picture the spaceship coming down and yeah. all the aliens starting to walk out, uh-huh. but that's about it. Okay. You see, and I just remember mashed potatoes. <laughs> well, for me, it was also mashed potatoes are yummy. It was it was the journey of the characters and how as they were getting closer to this uh, this mountain where the the event was going to take place, where the meeting was going to take place. How people who never met before, who'd never experienced each other before, were all coming together and they had this shared, um, you know, the shared calling, the shared vision of this mountain, so they could be there in time to meet the, these the the other worlders. It's and like the people who show up at uh, Area 51 all the time. Yeah. Or Roswell all the yeah. time. All right. So that's it. So, so that was far, seven. That was seven. seven. Number six, The Time Machine, the 2002 Guy per- Pierce oh, version. Oh, come on. That's crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It, you, uh, well, I know what crap is, but no, I don't know, I know what The yeah. Time Machine is. Yeah, well, I, don't, I don't remember. It's based on I, know it's, I know this one. It's uh, based on H.G. Wells' book, and you know the original one from the 60s. The Rod was, Taylor one. The Rod Taylor one. Yvette Mimiu uh-huh. is vastly superior to that. And that's your opinion. That's fine. It's, it's, got the, it's got the Time Machine. Mm-hmm. You know, they did, they did a new, they did a different one in 1979, like, mm-hmm. 1980, where the guy was riding a bicycle. Oh, that was terrible. <laughs> it that was, was terrible. really bad. Well, for, for me... This one, I, I'm going to attribute a lot of it, and like you said at the beginning of the podcast, a lot of this is nostalgia for me as well. So it's it's not just, you know, 2002, the, the 2002 yes. version. I have it up here. Where would you go? And it's a, it's the vibe and the feeling to 1957 to the good one. <laughs> <laughs> for me, a lot of it was like, was doctor. the soundtrack and the visuals. It was the soundtrack and the visuals for me. That was that really kind of I always enjoyed watching that particular movie, and I think there was some subtle messages involved. With the way that the the story was told, and you know, any chance to see Mark Addy even in a cameo version, I think I think it's a kick. Sorry, so yeah, yeah I, I'm I, getting going. I'm gonna get hit for number six. That's it. Well, <laughs> That's if it's fine. Phantom Menace, you're definitely gonna get hit for. Well, no, I mean number, I, number six was the Time Machine with, uh, with Guy Pierce. Oh, and no, Phantom Menace is nowhere. It's not even on the honorable mentions that list. Be on anyone's list. No, no, it's, uh, we keep firing <clears throat> interns for that one. Yeah. Uh oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> As the intern no. speaks. As the intern speaks. <laughs> 
All right, number five, Bicentennial Man, 1999, with Robin excellent. Williams. Excellent. Yes, excellent. Movie. Love that movie. I mean, just the just short the story. Exactly. By Asimov was great. Mm-hmm. Um, Anything with Robin Williams. Oh, seriously. Yeah. Well, there's a couple of Robin Williams movies that when he played the creepy photo booth guy. Well, World's Greatest oh, I like Dad. That movie. That's a really yeah. weird one too. Wild uh, Wild Hogs with uh, John Travolta. And, that, and oh, Tamil. come on, that's funny. That's no, funny. that was that was not funny for me. <laughs> It was, Why? Because you're getting up to the shut age, up. age <laughs> range. Let me drink my girly drink. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, but no, Bicentennial Man. Um, I think just just science fiction and a commentary on the human condition. I think it's just so. It, it's when sci-fi is at its best is when it's commenting on how we look at the world and how you know some are hopeful and some are not, uh, and and how science fiction kind of opens the imagination to possibility and wonder. And, and just Bicentennial Man. It, it's a longer movie. And it's it's not a fast pace because it's not an action movie. It's a it's a commentary all the way through, and just I I enjoy the hell out of that one. And it, nice and meta. And it's also like mm-hmm. a civil rights movie because mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. dealing with um, artificial intelligences getting rights. Yes. Because yeah. in the end, he he wanted to marry his um his like because he was a nanny for the guys. Right. Also back to it ended the, up being his uh, his his first owner's gr- uh, granddaughter yes. or great granddaughter. Yes. Yeah, that he he falls in love with, and um, and so we we move on to number four. Way in in my mind, one of the quintessential classic science fiction movies, two thousand one, Space Odyssey. Yes, Stanley yep. Kubrick. It is a classic movie, but uh-huh. I just I can't I can't I fall asleep. It is the movie that if I have insomnia, mm-hmm. I pop it in and I'm just out. Well, it's it's because it's not meant to. I don't know, blow your mind in terms of like, you know, die hard, blow you through the back of the seat kind of action. It's the thinking. It's just so little dialogue. It's all visuals and the music and and it's that surreal kind of exposure to to imagination. What are you doing, Chris? <laughs> I can't do that, Dave. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, listening to you know, Daisy, Daisy, <laughs> yeah, no. give me your. OK. Um, I don't even think I've seen it. Um, the Eastman is doing a, on the 19th of January, is doing a a special showing of it with Kier Dulé. That's right. I nice. thought I, there was something coming uh, that'd be up cool. with it. Yeah. See, I know things. That's, yeah. and that's why we love you so much, man. Seriously, <laughs> that's why we bring you tons here. Tons of respect to having Wayne on board for that. All right. Now, to balance out the Thinky Thinky 2001 A Space Odyssey is number three, Alien. <laughs> I... Which is I more of a horror movie, really. I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's more of a horror movie. It's not really sci-fi. It is no. But it, it, well, is. it happens but in it's space. It's, so. space. it's like space horror. Yeah. But I think it, but, sci-fi and uh-huh. horror can intermingle. It's horror and sci-fi, yeah. according to yeah. IMDb. But, it, you know, and it's, uh, and I'm going to just. But the second one was IMDb. better. I'm going to, yeah, that, and that's the point oh, I wanted yes. to make. Uh, a couple of these. A couple of these entries. Number three, Alien, and the number one, which we'll get into in a moment are basically representatives of an entire franchise. So I'm cheating a little bit. I'm putting a whole ton of movies into one spot on a couple of occasions. Because Aliens, the sequel, mm-hmm. is commonly felt to be one of the best sci-fi action movies ever. And I'm cool with that. Yeah. Because, you know, Space Marines and Xenomorphs and the one-liners and the interaction between, you know, corporate greed and, and you know, just trying to survive and all that. There's, there's tons of it. And so Alien itself can be considered basically a horror movie, but set in space. But that, I think just, again, this is a mantra that I've had almost the entire podcast so far. It's the imagination of it. It's the, it's the introduction to something you have not seen before. It's this, it's, and the Alien was uh, done in 79. So again, it was on that upsurge of 
sci-fi is more than just you know the b-movie serials that you got as a kid it's it's more than just you know the saturday morning cartoons here we're going to start telling you some bigger huge these uh, complex stories on these amazing things and we're going to start push pushing your imagination a little bit further i thought it was great and for the longest time and in recent movies they've kind of started clearing that up and i'm sad that they did a little bit but when when an alien they're on the planet for the first time, and they're they're doing the survey of they see the ship, and here's this alien, this this husk of a mummy of an alien, this huge thing, and and then you meet the xenomorphs. Now, the xenomorph itself could just basically be an evolved animal, and they're all, they're ignoring the fact that here's this massive spaceship and this massive extraterrestrial, and this is our first time ever seeing. But 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 more importantly, look at the eggs. Let's look at the look at the creature that's about to eat our faces eggs off. Eggs portable. They missed it, it, it and. <laughs> I don't think they did it intentionally, but they bypassed the whole, you know, there is life out there. There are sentient creatures out there that are more than just animals. They, are, they can fly spaceships and whatnot. That wasn't the point of the movie. Exactly. The point of the movie was a face hugger. <laughs> That's it. No, but that was so cool how they kind of presented it. And, and as it's just, it's part of the thing. And, and there was a bigger picture and they kind of but ignored like a, it, but in an intentional way. Had, uh, it, the Marines coming out, oh, it's another bug hunt, sir? Yeah, you know, that's, they were kind of used to it at that point. <laughs> For some reason, when I think of aliens, mm-hmm. my mind immediately goes to that scene in space. Uh, scene in Spaceballs where the yes. xenomorph bo- yes. pops out of the stomach <laughs> and, and hello, my baby, hello, my honey, hello, my right time. And John hurts. And John hurts. Paint. Oh, not again. You know. And 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 so yeah, that's Aliens number three. Number two, Blade Runner. Woohoo! That one I've actually seen. Android's dream of electric sheep. You know. And uh, and somebody they cut um, out a whole lot of the book. Somebody took me to task <laughs> yeah. on it. I was I was discussing it with a couple of friends of mine on Facebook last night, and I said, you know, I'm going to put Blade Runner up there, and they're like, okay, voiceover or no voiceover? No voiceover. And that's what I'm hearing. The, the popular consensus is no voiceover. Aren't they redoing it? They, yes. they, no, it, no, it's a sequel. a sequel. Finally, doing a sequel after oh. four, almost 40 years at they this point. They don't need to do a sequel. I know they don't need to, but Hollywood's out of ideas, so they're always going to be doing stuff like that. There's tons of books and stuff coming out every. I know. And it's like just pick one of them. And and I think that's actually that's a good comment to have for a future podcast. We can talk about how Hollywood is pretty much out of ideas and how you know we they could, just want to recycle what's they want to recycle what's popular, what, what worked because yeah. we know this one makes money, so we'll do it again. BBC does so much better with the with their programming than than American television. Oh yeah, we've been to that on a couple of occasions. Right. Yeah. You know, they're willing to take risks. They're exactly mm-hmm. they're willing, and and they and also they don't care. They're, they're, their BBC is like public funded, whereas uh, everything here is commercial. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So they don't they don't have to depend on uh, week to week is my show going to be canceled or not. No. That 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 is definitely a help. Yeah. But the chances they take uh, in in a lot of cases uh, do work out. But yeah. they, mm-hmm. that is a that is another topic for another. Absolutely. Yeah, that is a good I mean, topic. We can go in a long a long time in that. All right. So. Number 10, Mad Max. Number 9, THX 1138. Uh, number 8, Fifth Element. Number 7, Close Encounters. Number 6, Time Machine. Apparently the wrong version. Yeah. Number <laughs> 5, uh, Bicentennial Man. Number 4, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Number 3, Alien. Number 2, Blade Runner. And and on Tony's suggestion, I'm going to wander on to my, uh, before I mention number 1, which... Well, if number one isn't what I think it is, then yeah. there's going to no, be a major like, problem. Yeah. I was counting oh, yeah. off of, of your top... Nine. Uh-huh. I've only seen three of those top nine. See, and that's it's a great thing. I've given you some some homework, haven't yeah. I? No. My own little, no. Yeah. Yeah. Come on, no. No. say yes. Not Probably with the response not. on Go some of them. Go watch that THX eleven thirty eight. I have that one at home, but that, that, that one, one I'd probably watch. be watching. But it's like, 
I think I've seen bits and pieces of the Alien uh-huh. series, and uh-huh. I'm just like, I'm not. You know what? I'm not a horror you can, person, so therefore... For Alien, you can watch the first two and be fine. Yeah. Okay. After I, had, two, I had issues at Universal yeah. Soldier, and that's yeah. just just with the blood and guts and gore and yeah. things like that. So, that's the one with uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme. So, so therefore, I watch most of the movie like this. So, <laughs> with their hands over her eyes. <laughs> so... I don't see aliens. Doing... You'd be watching them like that. Yeah, behind, yeah. That's I know. I've seen. And that's it, why I'm like, and it's all. They're always hunting for that cat. Let's go get the cat. The damn no, cat. At, at this cat. point, I know it's a cheesy movie and people groan. And I'd rather watch Starship Troopers about ten more times versus Alien. Would you like to know some more? The uh, the um, <laughs> video game for uh, they made a video game based on the Aliens movies where it has the same feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's called I think it actually is just called Aliens. <coughs> Probably. Mm-hmm. And um, you play as a person. I think it's uh, the Rip- granddaughter. Okay. Yeah, granddaughter of Ripley. And you're the cloned one. It was cloned with. A... <laughs> oh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. <laughs> I've seen bits and but pieces I've, of the Aliens movies, but having just, seen like, playthroughs, it's like it nails the atmosphere really well. It gets you tense. It gets you tense. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, no. All right, so I'm going to throw some through. I have a list of honorable mentions that I wanted because there's so many movies I've seen that I really enjoyed. Putting them all on a top 10 list was impossible. So I have it a list. It be of, the top 100. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I probably could load up a top 100. But anyway, because of my love for sci fi, uh, I'm going to throw some uh, honorable mentions and then we'll go to number one and we'll talk about a few more honorable mentions. But right now, the the thinky thinky movies for, for science fiction Interstellar, Contact, mm-hmm. and Dark City. Those were those were movies that I really enjoyed. And now Interstellar. Space school. Oh, go away. <laughs> for for Interstellar, it I couldn't. Was, Interstellar was good until that last ten minutes. When it tried love to be, is quantifiable. When it no, when it tried to be two thousand one. Yeah. When because that's what it's I like, think that's where well, it came off see, the rails. How are you gonna fix this? And in yeah. ten minutes, yep. It's like, yeah, it was just me from the past, future, alternate timeline. Yeah. I, and like, then it they got, wrapped it up too nicely. Yeah. It did. Yeah, they it, they could have left it a little messier, all, I think. That's why the BBC. Not all movies need to be wrapped up nicely. Mm-hmm. That's no. very true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Many things in life are not wrapped up like nicely. Why can't we have a reflection of that when we go? Yeah. When oh, we I go know. Seriously, but I've learned yeah. how to wrap things that are unusually shit. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> it's only this time of year, Tanya. But yeah, I get it. I get it. <laughs> that's, that's We're not Tanya, talking about that. Tanya channeling her inner Martha Stewart. <laughs> I definitely not. With 100 percent less felonies. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Dark, does, who, who remembers Dark City with Russell Sewell? Can't say. It, All right, and and the. Do um, we happen to have a cricket sound? You know, I've <laughs> I, I noticed most of your list are all like dystopian type movies. There must be a theme going on with him. <laughs> it, it's like they're all like. Maybe he can dark. just put himself into a dystopia yeah. and be happy. Well, Why? it's definitely not a utopia. <laughs> no, the only ones that are good are like... Um, the only ones that are good. <laughs> <laughs> you did say that we were going to rip you apart I, today. Yeah, that's, yes. that, I, I fully well I understood that when, when Wayne suggested this one to me, uh, that I was setting myself up for a verbal beating. I, I understood that. You know, you pick, you know, fifth and that's element, okay. which is okay, With, but that's kind of dystopic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you picked, yeah. uh, I, Bicentennial Man was kind of... That's the only, like, kind of good one. Well, now I'll get. I'm going to ask you a question in just a moment. Let me get through a couple more honorable mentions. Um, we did find our other intern. We did. Yes. Where is she? Um, she was sleeping. I didn't. I didn't knock on the door hard no, enough. No. So the other intern would like to be called when we're going to get. When we go into MCU. Go, go when when we okay. do a different recording. A different so, recording. Yes. Okay. We'll let her know. Um, all right. So let me throw out a couple more. Um, Wally. 
Good well, movie. Yeah. Yes. 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 I'll give you that one. Yeah. Okay. Dystopian but hopeful because, you know, Wally had this irrepressible spirit. I loved that about the character. He just, it was a lot of fun. He, there was nothing that really completely bummed him out. I mean, once in a while he'd be a little disappointed, but he always just picked right back up and went back to work and did his thing. You know, and yeah, it showed, it had this big commentary on human society. Okay, great. Dystopian, whatever. But I just, I loved that movie because of the character. And when did that become a negative? Who doesn't just want to sit in a chair and eat cupcakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to, but not gain any weight. Yeah. Why is this a negative? Why is this a negative? Um, Minority Report is on my honorable mention I think I've list. Seen that's that movie. a good one. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's, a good one. that's a Tom Cruise one, right? That's a Tom Cruise that's one. That's another Philip K. Dick one. Yes. Yeah. Um, and that's another that's, dystopian one. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I apparently <laughs> there I'm, is a general theme going. I on. Now, crime is a crime. I have a thing. Where, I, have, I, have a which, thing. I never where, knew. Where is Escape from New York? Yes. Escape from New York is not on my list. Oh, that's a great. Wasn't movie. there Escape from L.A. too? Yeah, that wasn't yeah. as good. No. Apparently, yeah, no. apparently, there's only so much dystopian Snake I can handle. Blitzkin, you, I thought you were dead. It <laughs> <laughs> was the line running out all throughout Con- the movie. Contact was not really dystopian. Was no. It? No, Jodie Foster that, and no, again Matthew of all McConaughey. Your movies, they tend to run towards the dystopian. Well, is it a reflection on life? Chris? Apparently, I guess I'm. I guess I'm just kind of a dystopian kind of. I didn't know that about myself. So this is this has been just a therapy session. Like, <laughs> this has been a therapy session as well as a. Uh, We're sorry, a, a those that are out in listening land. Oh, uh, it will be a real dystopian list if he puts V for Vendetta on there somewhere. I didn't. I uh, didn't. But I did like that one. It, it was, was a great, great movie. movie. Yeah, I mean that's. That's uh, probably in his top 100. It, uh, unfortunately, I think V for Vendetta is going to start becoming closer to being a documentary than a sci-fi movie soon. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Or, um, or Watchmen's going to... Or Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen. I think yeah. I've seen that one, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I put Jurassic Park on the on the honorable mention list. Of course. Okay. You know, Jeff because who John like, Williams. Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't like dinosaurs yeah. for crying out loud? Come With on. With their little T-Rex arms. Got to say it now. <laughs> you got to say it now, Tony. Dinosaurs on, on a spaceship. spaceship. Okay, there we go. Because <laughs> oh, um, that's that's Tony's favorite Doctor Who reference. Oh, no, 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 no. There's a better line from that episode, but I won't get into it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any vegetable matter in your trousers? <laughs> <laughs> Only my balls. Hey. <laughs> All right, so we As played. We said we're sorry. We, that's okay. No, you didn't. No, we're not. No, you're not. Never. I am. You no. guys aren't. No, the, the entire crew hashtag sorry, not sorry today on this one. Um, I get, I'm getting mocked for my choice in coffee, and I'm getting mocked for my list of movies. <laughs> that's all good. I'm, it's, I set myself up. Are you up okay with that? Hey, I'm fine with it. Are you sure? Yeah, I think so. More therapy? Baby, help me. <laughs> Mama. Anyway, number one. Time Bandits. What a surprise. <laughs> Star Wars Phantom Menace. What? what? The Time Pirates. No, I thought it no. was Saturn 3. Saturn. <laughs> uh, dark dark, uh, dark Running? Or, or Silent Running? Oh, Silent I thought it was Waterworld. Excellent movie. Yeah, that was a great oh movie. That, that's on I the thought it was Waterworld. Waterworld. Oh, <laughs> the post, male, uh, the, the postman. postman. <laughs> the postman. Guys, it's 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 uh, Magic Mike. No, no, no. <laughs> that is no, sci-fi. No, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, definitely sci-fi. That is sci-fi. No, Plan Nine from Outer Space. <laughs> Planet yeah. of the Apes. No, there you go. Uh, Man- which one? Manos Hands of Fate. What? Oh go. my God, I oh love that God. movie. <laughs> I love that movie. All right, but this is not Chris's top. This is not Chris. Yeah. Number one. Here's the no-brainer. Star Wars. Even with those couple that, especially the first, you yeah. got to admit the whole fra- you got to count it as a franchise. Got to count it as a franchise as a whole. Yeah. yeah, seriously. I mean, well, you know, except for Phantom Menace and Attack of the Clones. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you had five out of the seven. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, You'd even yeah. go to like Rebels and mm-hmm. Clone Wars. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think Clone Wars and, and Rebels are excellent holiday series. Special. Absolutely. <laughs> Can anyone get that on like DVD or something? Because I'd love it to watch that again. On the internet. Yeah, it, does it does exist on the, on the internet, internet too. Yeah. I have to watch that. Well, again. Well, we know what the internet really is for. But anyway, <laughs> but yes, my number one Star Wars. <laughs> We've talked about Star Wars. I've lived Star Wars. I've breathed Star Wars. I'm looking forward to seeing Rogue One when it comes out soon. Um, And uh, and so that's my list. And uh, and now and you've already torn it apart. I was going to invite you guys at this point to to have some fun with it, but you already have. Well, there, there's another huge franchise that's tissues? not on your list or on your honorable mention so far, and that would be Star Trek. I actually that, that's, is, that's I, not that's, on the movie list. Uh, that's that, on that, the TV series list. But here's the thing: I do actually at the top of the honorable mentions list, I do have Star Trek II: Wrath of Khan and Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, that one. Yes. That one. And I'm going to move over because I'm going to get hit. I think what? Star Trek Beyond. I, I thought it was fantastic. I did like that one. I, oh, I loved wait, wait, it. Which one is that That's one? the That's newest one. That's the latest one, one the one that just oh, okay. came out this summer. You know, I still haven't seen that one. <gasps> really? Really? Oh, we have to fix that. We do. We do. I've been too Because that working. was, I, I thought Star Trek Beyond. Of the three JJ-verse Star Treks so far. Beyond is the best. Beyond is the best. I haven't seen that one yet either. You've no, got him. I'm telling you. Yeah, I really I think I'll bring my one. DVD in. It really does have a great feel of that, of what people expect from when you hear Star Trek. Mm-hmm. Except the Enterprise gets blown up again. Again. Well, that's well, what well, we expect, for crying yeah. out loud. How many, every single movie. They've, every they've, movie. They've, How every many JJ versions movie. are they on? Well, they finally... Well, I can't because it, it's spoiler action, but they've, already, they've brought out the A now. Because there was understand. nothing left of the regular one left to use. Yeah, well, there's enough for a cup holder or three. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but yeah, um, Star Trek II, Rathacon, I think is probably the best of the Trek movies. Yes. And and Star mm-hmm. Trek Beyond, I, I thought was really really well done. It's just I really enjoyed the vibe of it. Now now, would you put any of the the parodies on there, like uh, like spaceballs? Space with oh, the, with space oh, spaceballs! You got to talk about spaceballs. I actually had this is a true story. Uh-huh. Had spaceballs taken away from me when I was four years old because, <laughs> because you would because watch nothing else. I would used to run around the house being a little four year old, going, "I knew it, I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes." <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> I did the exact same thing. Yeah, at, so we had, I, I had the movie taken uh, away from us. No, I think I was six. You were six. Of course we do, sir. Yes. <laughs> I'm surrounded by the desert. I oh, ain't found, found shit. shit. <laughs> oh, this um, is an excellent movie. Spaceballs, the lunchbox. Spaceballs. Only one man would dare give me the raspberries. Lone Star. Oh boy. He's talking about a sequel. He is. He, yeah. well, he's been talking about sequels since he first came out with the first one. Yeah. Well, Space History well, of the Earth Part I Two. To see history so, of the yeah. World Part Two. There it yes. is. Because I want to see Jews in space. Yeah. That would be excellent. <laughs> so space. did Sir- Spaceball Three, space. the uh, the search for Spaceballs Two. Yes. Did yes. Serenity get on that list? Um, I'm gonna Hit say off. no, and that was. <laughs> let me explain real quick. Serenity is not on my list. It shouldn't be because it's it, if here's the thing movies, standalone movies. And I know I, I brought in a couple of franchises, but they're movie franchises. Here's the thing. If you hand somebody a copy of Serenity who has never watched Firefly, True. they're going to be lost for the yeah, most part. Yeah, they'll have no It'd idea It'd be the same thing on. as if you hand somebody a copy of Peacekeeper's Wars. Exactly. For, for, um, for Farscape. Farscape. Farscape, thank you. Which I you still know, haven't finished if, Farscape. If, like, Billy, you've never seen Firefly, and I hand you Serenity to the movie, say, watch this. Yeah, I'll have no idea. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, and that's, and I think, 
I mean, Serenity is an awesome movie for Firefly fans who have been in it and, and watched it. But you've you seen need the to show, know about I mean, River's Journey. Exactly. Yeah. Frankly, it would probably fit better in a uh, TV um, right. TV list. Yeah. Exactly. I've always viewed Serenity as just them trying to wrap up the series as best as they could. Yeah. yeah. Because it just kind of ended like, wait, what? What's uh-huh. going on? Exactly. Well, yeah, you could thank our favorite network for that. Fox, yes. yeah. Fox sucks. No, no, anyway. Fox no, um, Channel. That had, oh, wait, wait, no, no, no I'm thinking no, of for, it, was for it was Farscape. Yeah, Farscape yeah. was a sci-fi uh, On a Friday channel. night, yeah. death slot. Yeah. Yes. But Farscape was like their number one show. Yeah. yeah. And, and they, that was on Fox? And they killed it. No, no it, was it was on, on Sci-Fi, sci-fi Channel. Channel. I was say. They killed it because they didn't get the uh, journey We're crossing funding. over a couple uh, yeah, of I shows at the moment. But yeah, no, Serenity, I'm glad you guys brought it up. I actually thought about it. And it was actually uh, number six in one of my original drafts of the list. And then I thought about it some more, and I made an intentional choice to say no, because on a standalone level, if you know nothing about the TV series, Serenity is an excessively confusing movie. And so I kind of like, like, it's more of an extension of the TV series, a wonderful extension. We all love it. We can quote the hell out of that movie. Mm-hmm. And you know, for a Firefly fan, it's a great movie. Um, but if you've never been exposed to it, then Serenity is is going to be almost a two-hour waste of time. I mean, it's got some great moments for a, for a newbie, but you really have to sh- see the show. So it's an extension of the TV show. Set it aside. Uh, you know, we're happy to talk about it, but not not going to be on on the list of top ten sci-fi movies of all time. Can I get two from everybody else that isn't on Chris's list? What what did I miss? So two Wayne, from, you get you start two two movies from you that I didn't talk about. Things that come. Okay. Um, and I hate to say it, Metropolis. Yeah, that's a classic. Absolutely. A and that's movie. and that's another reason why this list was so hard to compile. Is you you, you think of another Not movie the and it's like Metropolis, the uh, the original, the Fritz, silent, yeah, yeah, the Fritz Lang one. You know, you, you can even throwing that. You can go uh, the day the Earth stood still. You just oh, like yeah. it because that's where Superman lives. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sybil, how about you? Two two, uh, two sci-fi movies I haven't talked about. Let's see here. Well, one of them, I'm actually looking at it on your memorable mention list, is uh-huh. District 9. District 9. Oh, I good movie. absolutely mm-hmm. love that movie. It is a fantastic movie. Um, oh, I don't know. I can't. It's like I've liked almost everything you've listed, so it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to... The name the second one. See, I tried to get it. I tried to cover as many bases as possible. Because you have a wide range of like different movies. And well, everything. apparently they're all dystopian though. But I like dystopian. District Nine is dystopian. See? It is. <laughs> it is dystopian. But I like dystopian movies. So I think I can only add District Nine. Cautionary tales. Actually, they're gonna all become documentaries soon, so it's all good. <laughs> all right, Tony. How about you? We're gonna let Sybil off the hook. Uh, is there something strange in your neighborhood? Yeah, you. What? <laughs> um, who are you gonna call? Who are you gonna call? Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Okay, and you know, and that's it broke some ground on its own, mm-hmm. and and it's hilarious because it's you know Bill Murray and and the, the okay. Guy. So we are specifically talking, talking about, the about the original Ghostbusters. Of course, Please, okay. of course. I you know what I haven't seen the the all girls yet. I, I don't think I either. ever will. I you know uh, I've I heard a lot. Of, I've heard a lot of people had had enjoyed it. You know, one of our um one of our cosplay people, Amanda Jane uh, Undies of Wendy's, that she loves that movie. It was and, it was okay. Was it okay? Um, I haven't seen it yet. In, it wasn't. It didn't have the same humor as mm-hmm. the original. Okay, but it you would chuckle if you went to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the biggest problem with the movie is mm-hmm. that it's a Ghostbusters movie. Mm-hmm. If it was it's not a, a re- ghost respin of the Ghostbusters yeah. movie. Okay. If it wasn't a Ghostbusters movie, it would be a. It would be. It would be a, a. Would be much better and wouldn't have gotten as much hate. Okay. Do you think people were kind of against it from the word go because they just didn't want to see it happen? Or I think people were against it because 
it wasn't it they were tired of the lack of creativity gotcha well yeah, um, and that's we've we've hinted at it already earlier this podcast how hollywood oh, yeah. just feels like it's out of uh, ideas sometimes i, I think yeah. it would have been more accepted if it had been like a sequel like the yes. next generation yes. of ghostbusters oh, yeah. like, instead yeah. of like how it was taking, originally spun it yeah, was rather originally than taking spun the whole as cast a, and recast them uh-huh. in the opposite gender mm-hmm. and, and and i mean that that rubbed a lot of people the wrong way whether whether it's appropriate or not uh-huh. it just rubbed people the yeah. wrong right. way yeah. uh, it was um, definitely much more of like an snl skit and that's where you and that's because a lot of the actors were SNL people. Well, and that's the thing: is Ghostbusters was an SNL product. So it was it was yeah. a classic sci-fi movie, and it, and the remake failed just like with Ben Hur. This remake they just oh, did oh, failed oh, because you don't God. take a movie like that. I didn't that. even know they had done it until <laughs> I saw the trailer. You and I was don't like, Wait, take what? a movie like that and redo it. It yeah. just it was doesn't called Phantom work. Phantom Menace. you're fired (laughs) all right tanya well one of my favorites which we never mentioned starred a very young drew barrymore fire starter and had little reese's pieces okay (sighs) you guys are making it hard for me to get to me with it we're we're taking all the good stuff away from you (laughs) sorry no because i was looking i'm like what have i've seen and i'm like Mm -hmm. yes i've seen a lot but then just like the sci-fi and fantasy, you, mm-hmm. uh, like still the sci-fi, you can bring in like the Thor movies and stuff yeah. because that's still mm-hmm. sci-fi. Anything MCU is technically sci-fi, right? Well, so, well, ET is actually a part of the Star Wars franchise because ET is a Jedi. Well, we, well, oh yeah, about the, <laughs> <laughs> the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I got a problem with. Doctor Strange. Okay, well, we'll get oh, on to that in a different gonna, conversation. Yeah, That's that. a different We're going to pin that. We're going to pin that. We're talking about that next week. So definitely, definitely E.T. phone home. E.T. phone home. Yes. All right, I'm going to let... Um, Brian, you, you got anything for the list? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go the uh, the spoof version uh, okay. because I I really enjoyed uh, the Galaxy Quest and I think yes. a lot of yes. 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 yes good absolutely. movie excellent, excellent movie. movie good movie Alan Rickman was I I yes. think Quality. I really think Tim Allen missed missed um, grab Nars hammer he really missed um, a, a possibility when he was standing on the bridge of the uh, the protector and he could have gone to infinity and beyond <laughs> you know <laughs> he really could have pulled that one I, I think I think and, Disney oh, yeah. had something to say about it yeah but oh, you know yeah. for a fan I can at least dream Toy Story yeah definitely <laughs> all right Billy what do you think what have we not talked about that's on your mind two that uh, I really love and one that I was excited to read yesterday there's a number three coming out I think next year Cloverfield I really really liked. okay. I now, is that more of a horror movie, though? It's a horror movie, but it's an alien, so okay. I'm, I'm throwing it in there. I'm going to be honest. I've never seen either of the first two, but I've told they're, they're really good. And 10 Cloverfield Lane, the aliens uh-huh. don't show up till the end, and until the end, you don't know that they're the guy may be nuts. Okay. Because he's got a couple people trapped in <laughs> That's his John uh, Goodman. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've heard and that phenomenal that was a performance. Great, great I'm gonna movie. Have, I'm gonna sit down and watch these soon because I've yeah. been wanting to for a while and, and Billy's Billy's tipping the scales on that one, so I gotta see it. Ten Cloverfield Lane and the other one, the original Planet of the Apes. Okay. Oh yeah. Yes. You damn dirty apes. Yeah. Love you animals. <laughs> and there's been good ones since, and there's mm-hmm. been a bad one. Uh, sorry, Tim Burton. Yeah. But uh, I really like Planet of the Apes in general. That was the one with Marky Mark, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that one should not have been made. And uh, there's a, yet another sequel coming out focusing on Caesar the Chimp done yep. by the the irrepressible, uh, oh, God, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Ricardo Montalban. No. <laughs> Andy Circus. <laughs> Andy Circus. Yeah. Thank you, Billy. Andy Circus. He's know, become I like, like Ricardo Montalban. Andy Circus has become Hollywood's go-to guy for motion capture you know, CGI mm-hmm. characters. Now, I, I like the new yeah. reboots, but the original with Charlton Heston. There you well. go. Yeah. So very cool. All right. Get your hands off me, you dirty, damn dirty ape. There you go, Tony. Well, definitely. I think when uh, people are listening to this, they're going to have to send us their. Yeah, top I want to hear 10. it. Yes. I want to hear what you yes. guys think. What have we now talked about? You know, so throw some comments. There's, our probably way. there's lots about of franchises out there that we didn't. Absolutely. Mention and, yeah. 
Absolutely. I mean, you know, we can go we can go as cheesy as um, Wing Commander with Freddie Prinze. What? Okay. Wait, what? Oh. The, I knew the, there was one movie. I didn't know there was more than one movie. No, yeah, there was a couple of them. Jumping into like the next one would be jumping into like TV shows. Do you guys remember Space Above and Beyond? Oh yeah. They had no. Um, yeah. They had no military advisors in it. No, they didn't. It <laughs> was they so... don't think they had a budget. <laughs> and we haven't even talked about like fantasy stuff. No, well, see, that's that's, that's a whole yeah, that's a whole, whole other, other subject. Yeah. Yeah. The whole series of Wizards and Warriors on DVD. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so that's going to be future magic. podcast. It'll be. Oh, oh, yeah. We'll do this the same thing. The, um, the I'll, Dungeons I'll and with... Dragons TV show. No. <laughs> no. no. Dark Dungeons. <laughs> Anyone? I will tell you this Master? right now. When we do the top 10 fantasy Ranger. movies of all time, in my opinion, Dungeons and Dragons will not be on the list. Oh, come on. Which one? It, okay. the, the one with um, the, 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 the Wyans brother in it. Oh, the first one. Yeah, the first one. A, one yeah. a Dungeons Tale? Uh, no, it was Dungeons and Dragons was the yeah, name was, of the that movie. Was, that's based yeah. on the uh, yeah. game. And uh, and anything, and then we might have a whole podcast where we talk about how bad Yui Bowl is. But anyway, um, <laughs> how about the movie done exclusively just to bash uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, Dark Dungeons? I think it was called. I haven't seen that. Yeah, I haven't even. Where'd you go, Chris? No, I lost He's Kurt, so angry he walked out the, the room. room. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of therapy for Chris. We made way too much fun of the movies. All right, so we're gonna get ready to wrap this one up for now. Because we've really gone. We- off to the no, we races. no, we really haven't. I think no. we've stuck to the most point. But anyway, like like Tanya was saying, you know, if you're listening, you're thinking, well, they didn't talk about this movie. They didn't talk about this movie. They didn't talk about this movie. Like Invasion Tommy. of the Body Snatchers. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh yeah, the original one. Yeah. Was the original 1956. Yes, I even like the I like the remake. And zombie <laughs> movies technically yeah. count as uh, sci-fi movies. I so think. World War Z things like that. Oh yeah, that. sure. Oh, yeah. Why not? The Terminator. Yeah. Not, not yes, I see that. Oh, yeah. The Terminator. Yeah. Robocop. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be Mozart. That was another Robocop. series. I was there we go. Too. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, so we're gonna go ahead. We'll wrap this one up, Billy. The Matrix. Oh we yeah. Can talk about. And uh, and this has been Monkey Business, a Mighty Monkey production. Mighty Monkey Productions of Rochester, New York, creators and presenters of the Flower City Comic Con, presenting their second show, May 20th and 21st of 2017, at the Rochester Riverside Convention Center. Follow us on Facebook, www.facebook.com slash FC3ROC. And remember to like our page. What about the fly? The fly. Oh. Help me. <laughs> There's a lot of help for you. Oh, no, I don't think so at this point. It all started when I was born. Oh, God. <laughs> it all started when you brought him the French vanilla. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop with that. I'm being made fun of my choice in coffee. <laughs>